Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome. This is the Podcaster Community Show, short conversations that are not just about podcasting because I like to take the scenic route. My guest today is Catherine Yeager. Welcome, Catherine. How are you? Hi, Craig. I'm great. It's fun to be here. I get you all to myself today. Usually you're in a Zoom room <laughs> um, or something. Yeah, we'll bunch of other podcasters. So. Hollywood Square, top left corner. <laughs> you can just put cut them off. Um, yeah, well, we'll see whether you still think it's cool 20 minutes from now when you've had 20 minutes of me. Um, it can get a little tiring, I'm told. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, before we wander too far afield, uh, there are a bunch of things we could talk about. Um, you're one of the students that I know of who's taken the course, the podcasting course that's put out by Akimbo, taking it more than once. There's a, several people who've done that, but you kind of have a bigger break between the first mm. pass and the right. and the most recent one, um, which kind of strikes me as interesting. There's stuff there. Um, but when we were talking beforehand, you mentioned that you were thinking of changing maybe not totally changing, but trying a slight variation on the interview format by bringing in a second host. Um, which turns it into like a three-way triangle conversation, which is interesting in and of itself. Right. Um, and I had asked you, uh, so I'll ask you again, what's currently like a thing that's, that you're noodling over, that you're challenged with or that you want to work on with your podcast? And I think that'll lead us into you know, the yeah. challenge of having an extra mind in the mix for your conversations. Yeah. So uh, podcasting is a super new medium for me. I'm used to other, with my marketing background, writing, other kinds of speaking, et cetera. Um, so this is a super new medium for me. And so when I started doing this, um, you know, just exploring being a host, I have guests, I'm not host on mic. The whole interviewing, how you interview people, how you bring them out has been, of course, a super... PhD process for me <laughs> and how you do that. This you is know? a swimming pool. Get in. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Primordial. The learning soup. cliff. Oh yeah. It's super interesting. And so that's, that's been a big curve for me and I'm loving the interview podcast team that we have going on that we meet every other Saturday. I've just learned so much from that and experimenting with that. But one of the things that I had concepts that I initially started out thinking about was having a co-host. And part of that in my thinking was to just offload the hosting thing. Like it's easier to co-host. So I thought with somebody else, right? And now I've got, I'm right. about ready to publish my 10th podcast. So I'm excited about that. But now I'm oh, this coming. This is the part where I want one of those post-production buttons where I can hit a button and have a crowd go, <laughs> Like think fireworks. Yes, exactly. Congratulations on ten episodes. Yeah, Podcasting is a lonely hard slog. It is. But now that I've gotten this far, um, you know, I am I am I have a, a friend of mine and I are going to uh co-host. And so now I'm mm. thinking again with this whole deep dive into interviewing, the arc of the conversation, the storytelling, what are we doing? What's the purpose of the podcast? Thinking about bringing another person in throws up all of that in, in mm. making it spontaneous, in allowing their style to come through, in preconceiving that arc and sharing with them how much pre-work do we do? There's like a thousand questions of how to do it, 
or not, <laughs> right? I could just say, like, press the big red button, and we're going to do this, and whatever mm -hmm. happens. So, um, what are your thoughts on that? What are you? What's going through your head right now with that? Um. Well, it's one of these things where you only get to draw on the chalkboard the first time once. So mm -hmm. whatever you pick, you're always going to wonder, oh, what if I had done this the other way? So I'm not sure that there's a right way to do it, yeah. uh, even like how to start out with a new co-host. Um, so I generally prefer the, I'm going to do a lot of prep work myself, but I'm not going to expend the other person's time. I'm going to just like prepare as much as I can. And then whatever they want to do on their own, that's cool. But we're just going to start. Um, so like a minimum preparation in terms of time spent between us because that time that the two of you, um, you and the co-host would have in preparation, that's super valuable because that's that synchronous time that's difficult to organize and get. So you'd want to do it. Um, if you have any of that, you want to do like the best you can, like, let's talk about the guest. Let's talk about what kinds of questions are we interested in? You're like, if I had a minute to spend with a co-host, I would entirely spend it all on who the, on the guest, like who we know is going to be the first guest or the second guest or the third guest. I would spend very little time I mean, unless it was like my best friend that I saw every day, I would spend very little time like, well, how do we imagine our listeners reacting to us laughing? And, you know, should I figure out how to laugh quietly? Like, I wouldn't spend any time on that. I'd spend all my time on what about this guest excites you, other person that I'm talking to, to be my co-host. Um, so that, that would be where I would go uh, in terms of prep work. And I think you're going to find... Um, you know, I'm just thinking of all of the two-person teams that you see in sports on radio. There's always a leader and a color person. There's always one person who's yeah. like, you know, says, well, actually, that person leads the league. And, you know, or this person is, you know, or they wrote this album. There's always that one person who is doing the, that they, they, um, there's always maybe if a foil, if one of them, if it's joking, one of them will play the foil, uh, or if it's sports, one of them adds the statistics. There's always like, there's two, they point and counterpoint each other. So yeah. I think you'll fall into that naturally. Um, and you may already know which of you is going to be which, like how, depending how well you know this person in advance, like, is it, um, so I'm also thinking, are you okay with burning a friendship? Like This might be the end <laughs> oh my of a God. friendship, you know, <laughs> right? Cause, oh, you hadn't thought of that. Like, Cause you know, that podcasting is, is horrible, right? So it's like, do they know what they're in for? Like, are they gonna survive the process? Do you think, uh, or are you expecting yeah. you're going to do all the hard work? Yeah. Interesting. So, um, my cohort doesn't have a lot of time for this. I mean, it's like an extra for her, right? Sprinkles on the cake. And mm. so I'm definitely going to be doing the heavy lifting, which I'm fine with. And I think it's, I'm just not going to worry about it. I'm just going to do it and see how it goes. I think that's my, my one thing. And one of the things that I've learned from you, because those first podcasts that I did, I mean, boy, did I edit. Did I, you know, I was like afraid, kind of afraid to publish, wanting to make it whatever. And one of the things I want to do with these, the series is just jump in and do it, minimal editing and just get them out, get them done and out. Right. And that emergence, I think, yeah, is I going to be really important. And then also, because she has limited time, we'll we'll find a rhythm. I think it's better. We'll, I think we'll find a natural rhythm by doing them pretty much one after another. And that's my hope. Hmm. Yeah. Um, there's lots of technical questions. I'm thinking like, are you and this other, are you and the co-host going to be in the same space or are you going to make this hmm. a three-way online call? Like that makes it a little more challenging. 
Um, but I actually think it'd be worse if you were both in the same room because then you have a, what I would call a bandwidth advantage, you know, like you can, you know, like little head gestures or all the subtleties are going to be caught because you're in the same space and you're, you can yeah. hear each other breathing and you can pick up on the room, on the tone of what's going on better. Uh, yeah. So it's probably better to be all three of you virtually present because then everybody's on the same footing. Yes. We're, well, she's in Florida. I'm in California. So virtual. Yeah. Solve that problem. We'll meet in Idaho at the sound studio. <laughs> yeah. NPR. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. So have you ever what done any host? It? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Have I done any hosts? Have on... you ever, ever done any co-hosting? Or you kind how do you um never really occurred no, to you? No, I haven't really oh it's definitely occurred to me. I would they're like I got people and you say, would you? I'm like, well, I got people I would like that. And I'm not gonna say their names because <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. Um, but there are people that I know like personally who would be interested in working on projects and I'm like, yeah, it would be cool to do. Um, and what I've thought about doing, and I've said, I've mentioned this idea like three or four times now in, in this show, I've thought it would be cool to have recurring conversations. I got this idea from somebody else with the same person multiple times. So mm. not so much, oh, out of the gate was I imagining me and a co-host and another guest. I was imagining having repeated conversations with the same person. So it kind of becomes like a double-headed host on mic kind of thing where yeah. the two of us are talking about stuff and neither of us would really be, I'm going to say, exploring the other for the benefit of the listeners. It's more like us holding up some social object. Like, oh, this is interesting. Let's talk about this thing. Um, and then the listeners would get a chance to become familiar with how each of us thinks and the kinds of things that interest us. But it also lets me and this other person do more interaction and less podcasting, if that makes any sense. Like mm. every one of these I do, I have to be a podcaster and a conversationist at the same time. And I think if I could work with the same person on multiple, you know, like yeah, we did five, um, then it would be way less of us podcasting and more of us just having a conversation. Because I don't have to keep thinking like, are they going to get stuck? Are they going to stall? Are they going to be able to carry their side of the conversation? Or like who's leading here? It'd just be two mm. people having a conversation with even less um, structure than the crazy messes that I produce now. Yeah. Uh, so that I've thought about doing that. Uh, I've also been in funny situations where my guests turned into co-hosts <laughs> on the other, like I had, <laughs> I had three terrific women who started a nonprofit organization. I, I got them to sit still, which in and of itself is hard. And I got them to sit still at the same time in the same place with microphones. I had four mics on a tabletop. Wow. Um, and for most of that episode, I mostly just sat there and went like, this is awesome. I'm just going to watch them. Like they basically had a show on their own. And I was occasionally like, Hey, uh, so I'm still here and I'm wondering if you can tell me that, you know, um, so that was fun, but that wasn't like me having co-hosts. That was like the co-host took my show, which is great. I'm like, please do that more. Yeah. So that was well, fun. at you know, and the and the um, the guest, you know, I've done work with interviewing and how to be a good interviewer, like media training kind of mm. things, right? And in answering questions and keeping it going, you know, it comes to mind that um, drama improv, the and yes, right. right, that kind of thing. And there's a person that I was thinking of having as a guest on my show, and I just called them up. I mean, we're colleagues. And I'll tell you, talk about pulling teeth. And I was like, you are not going to be a guest on my show because you don't, you don't <laughs> reciprocate, right? Way too much editing, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. 
so, you know, kind of getting that, you know, the magic in the bottle is um, some jazz musicians say, right, getting that group together so that you can really have that spark and both drive the conversation forward. It's, it's an art, I think. So yeah, it is riff riffing and jazz improvisational co-creation. How many hyphens of big words do we need here? There's very much, yeah. I didn't realize that when I started pointing microphones at people in the very beginning of whatever year that was, 2017, I think. Um, when I first did it, it was just, I was having cool conversations and people kept saying to me, dude, that was like, they'd be like behind me, like, that was cool. You should record these. And I'm like, record what? You know, I'm just talking to right. somebody. They're like, no, you should. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So that was very much the, what I've always called the found conversation. Like what I'm trying mm. to do is just find a conversation and oh, by the way, it's recorded so other people can hear it too. Um, very different in my opinion from like conducting an interview where I have a particular thread that I'm trying, like trying to learn something. I want to know like how this gets made or why that happened. Uh, that journalistic um, doesn't call that journalistic bend doesn't call to me the same way as that's interesting. Tell me more about that. <clears throat> yeah. But you are that, that found conversation. I made a note of that, that is you You're such a <laughs> natural <laughs> at it and, and makes it really fun. It's, they're crazy, random conversations, but they're really fun to listen to, right? Um, the other podcast that I love, I don't know why I love it, is uh, David Axelrod and how he interviews people. They're hour long. Obviously, this is a skilled, super right. smart man, right, who's been through training and experience and stuff like that. But I love the way he interviews people, and I've had fun where he'll interview someone, and that guest has been on other shows. And so I serial listen to yeah. that. Um, that's part of, you know, my PhD research. And it's really interesting to hear the different people and their styles and how this one guest, they bring out different things and how in quote unquote media training, the guest says the same freaking thing over and over again in every interview. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's, yeah. it's just all interesting, different ways, different styles. It's just interesting to me. So I'm trying to figure out how I want to approach this, right? And I'm figuring that, right now I'm figuring that out just by blithering and trying different <laughs> things and just being, <laughs> being, inten being intentional with my blithers, right? As in jazz, they all have a structure. You may not be aware of it, but there is a structure there. And just trying different things in little bursts. So mm. watch this space. What are your thoughts on time frames and formats of like so i didn't realize how fun the short form was going to be until i started because i started doing long form uh mm -hmm. and i exclusively in person with physical mics like show up with all the gear um and i i think those conversations are really awesome um, yeah because they're multi for the guest and yourself they're multi-sensory and you're it's the same you know inputs yeah um, but the short form is also fun because it's completely different. It's like, you know, out of one, out of the corner of my eye, I'm watching the clock, the timer tick, like, you know, we're at 15 minutes and 19 seconds. And I know where we are at all times. Cause I'm just like, uh, this is the last thing I get to say. And then I'm going to have a question here at the end at some point. And then Catherine's going to say, I don't know what. And then somewhere around 20 minutes, I'm going to hit the stop button. I have no clue what's going to happen. Right. So I'm wondering, right, have right. you thought about maybe you should give yourselves more space with the co-host mm. or maybe less space? Like, have you thought about that? And what are your thoughts on how playing with the time constraints or, or no time constraints yeah. might affect what your co-host does? Mm. Well, no soundbite answer for that one. So 
in. Good, because you got four and a half minutes to fill. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I'll fill up four minutes and 33 seconds. Okay, so I started out with like long blizzards and my, because <clears throat> I was talking with friends, right? I mean, I've only done 10 and they are long, like an hour long. Like I would talk to them for an hour and 40 minutes. And so editing that down to something mm-hmm. digestible, because I was going for some, you know, an hour is the most, and it is, I mean, that's just a, it's a beast. It's just a beast. And so now (laughs) I am, and now I'm like, oh, I can't do that anymore. And, and plus you have your orthonic credits and all those kinds of things. So I'm really working to bring it down to something more bite-sized, 20 to 30 minutes. And part of that is for me being succinct in what I'm asking. And do I blither? You know, what really, it makes, it's making me really think much more deeply about why I'm having this conversation and what I'm doing. And I've gone through with my initial guests, they were friends of mine. And so it was really easy to talk to them and share ideas. And there was a comfort level there. But now as I move on to phase two, I'm not going to know the people so well. And there's a whole different level of guests and they, Hmm. I'm sure they've never heard of me and they may never want to hear of me again after this. I mean, who knows, right? (laughs) So, (laughs) so there's a, it's just like a whole different thing. So short, short. I, I, I think there's magic in time constraint. I I would agree with you. Obviously my, exhibit A, B, C, D, E, F, G or the episodes that I'm making here. Um, And I think it, see, because I tend to say that I ignore the listener. I'm not thinking about, well, what's the thing that Catherine can bring to this conversation? You know, like before we press record, what's the thing that Catherine can bring to this conversation that the guests are going to find most? I'm not, that's not what I do anymore. Maybe in the very beginning, but now I'm just like, I don't care. Like I'm just, we happen to be recording, right? But I'm really just interested in like talking to this person who's in front of me today. And then I think if I make them an hour and a half, I have just as much fun, but it's way harder for the guests to like rationalize. I don't know this guy. I'll just give him an hour and a half of time. That's a lot of time. Uh, So I think it's much nicer for the guests to say, can I have a half an hour and we'll try to get 20 minutes. And then yeah. obviously I'm also finding the the listeners respond like, oh, thank you. Like I can do 20 minutes. That's cool. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of magic in short, in my opinion, and not, not I'm going to say artificially short, not like I trimmed it down to 20 minutes, um, but like two people trying to be mindful of like, what can we get done in 20 minutes or what can we create in 20 minutes or what can we share? Yeah. So I think that's, yeah, I think you got a good handle on that there. Yeah. So thank yeah. you for this masterclass, right? So I'm going to, it helped me noodle through a lot of these questions that are kind of emergent as I think more about this. Right. It's, see, and so we were just talking about time constraints, but there's also a constraint, I call it a bandwidth constraint because I'm a nerdy geek. Uh, You cannot, I can talk really fast. Most people can talk pretty fast, but nobody can talk anywhere near the speed that they think at. Mm. So being forced to take yeah. the craziness in one's head and like turn it into a sentence saying and like as rarely as possible, that's a skill that forces you to think more clearly. It's almost as good as writing, I believe, in terms mm-hmm. of if you can't write clearly, you don't think as clearly as you think you think. I believe that's mm-hmm. a Vonnegut quote. Um, so I love also 
the time makes me, do I really want to say that? I mean, that's a funny story, but do we really need it right here? That kind of editorial stuff too. Yeah, I think um, I'll be curious um, to see get the report back and tell me how your co-host does because sometimes you get a co-host and you're just like, "Yo, this person talks a lot. What's going yeah. on?" And they're just like behind you on that warning curve. She does, and um, I know we're at twenty minutes, so I one of the things that's nice <laughs> about a co-host go a little more is um, <laughs> that ability when you're holding space yourself, you've got to multitask and have all of those things going, keeping the conversation going. The next question, all of that behind the scene multitasking. And we'll see with a co-host if I can, quote unquote, unburden some of that with my co-host, or do I feel that that is another (laughs) entity? Yeah, we have two guests. (laughs) So we'll, you know, life is full. Definitely have to follow up on this. yeah, we definitely have to uh, be sure you post when you when you put that one when you put the first one of those out. Definitely post that somewhere in Podcom so we can see it. I'd like to hear how that works out. Um, and yeah. we probably need to circle back and talk about you know is it more editing work than the, than the messes you make on your own or is it easier? Like, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of interesting stuff to come out of that experiment. Yeah, for sure, it'll be I, really interesting. You know, as much as I hate to say it, I will just say. Thanks. That was terrific. It was a pleasure to get a chance to chat. Um, I hope you enjoyed it half as much as I enjoyed it. So thanks again. Thank you, Craig, for your masterclass. Love it. Thanks.